baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, I'm sorry. You're going to have to excuse me from being excited tonight because the Lynx force an overtime upset the Suns for their first win of the season. Oh, yeah, let that music play, Jonathan, because everything is fine, fine, fine. The Lynx trailed 63-55 with just over a minute to play in the fourth quarter and Crystal Dangerfield's layup with 2.9 seconds left capped the run to tie. And Sylvia Flowers, she scored 24 points and the Minnesota Lynx scored eight unanswered points in the final 108 of regulation on their way to earning their first win of the season 79 74 in overtime over the visiting connecticut suns uh tonight and so this was we needed this the lynx needed this game they needed this win um because they hadn't had one yet and connecticut you know it it was it, it was it was close um, but Connecticut played a good game. Uh, they led 37-33 at halftime. They outscored us 27-15 in the first quarter. And it looked like, you know, um, there was no hope that here we go. We got to wait again. Uh, hopefully the next game is the right game. But the Lynx did it. They put it down. And we have our first win of the season everything like mary j blash just said is fine 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 it's 10 10 you're listening to news talk 830 wcco radio your good neighbor station it is still talking with jerlyn Steele. i i'm sorry i'm not jerlyn Steele. i'm shaletta brundage host of the shaletta show on saturdays from 11 to two right here on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. Geraldine is off. She gave me an opportunity to come in and fill in for her during her absence, and I'm so honored to be here. Now, today, we're talking about women's sports. And I, I saw the story about Naomi Osaka. She was fined $15,000 by tennis officials for refusing uh, to talk to the media. And she cited her mental health as a reason. Uh, you know, she she said, you know, it's just I, I don't have enough time to um, get myself together after a game, especially if I've lost, to be peppered by questions from the media. And she said, listen, I have to prioritize my mental health. And you know what uh, tennis said? We don't give a damn. We don't care. So they fined her $15,000 and she could face additional penalties if she refuses to talk to the media. And, you know, Osaka said on social media, often 
uh, people have no regard for an athlete's mental health. And when we're talking mental health and we're talking young people, there's nobody else that I am going to talk to except for Jason Clopton, Minneapolis-based counselor and host of the award-winning Teen Whisperer podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast. Jason, thank you so much for being on uh, Still Talking With Me tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Philadelphia. Always a pleasure. Now, Jason, um, when I saw that Naomi Osaka said, I'm not going to talk to the media, I have to prioritize my mental health, I thought, wow, how mature of her, um, how self-aware of her, how she is deciding, you know what, this situation isn't good for me and I need to do something different. Um, and, and and I thought, wow, this is great. This is really, um, you know, her doing this, you know, this tennis thing on her own terms. And then tennis comes and finds her $15,000 for trying to protect her mental health this is a mixed message for me jason help me understand this yeah you know first and foremost i want to applaud naomi osaka um she's an amazing tennis player we love her we root for her um and you know she's just great Uh, but i want to applaud her for speaking up i want to applaud her for taking the stance that she took i want to applaud her for prioritizing her mental health, as we are seeing uh, a lot of people start to understand how important it is to do so, Shaletta. And she's bringing attention to the discussion, the discussion that needs to be had, right, um, in many households, in many schools, in many businesses, uh, in many sectors that impact our lifestyle, our lives, right, our children's lives. We have to have this discussion about are we prioritizing mental health? especially after what we've experienced and what we've been through and and during these uncertain times. Right now, you know, how we're thinking and how we're feeling truly matters. And if if we don't have it together, then we can't go out there and be our best self. And Naomi Osaka was able to realize that about herself and do what she needed to do to make sure that she showed up as her best self when she steps on the court. And I'm hoping that that trend starts to follow. Well, why is she being penalized? I mean, this is ridiculous. We tell people, take care of your mental health. It's been a difficult year. We don't know the challenges that she's facing. Um, A lot of times, you know, we don't know for a year or two years out what some of the celebrities and athletes go through. She could have had somebody close to her die of COVID. Uh, She could be dealing with some of her own relationship issues. And she's saying, look, I'm prioritizing my mental health. And they say, basically, we don't give a damn. Give us $15,000. Or uh, and as well, she could continue, Jason, to face, um, you know, consequences and even, you know, going as far as being banned from the tournament. You know, this isn't the first time we've seen this, Shaletta. So I'm actually glad you brought that point up. Um, I don't know if you remember LeBron James was told to shut up and dribble, right, by a reporter. Mm. you know, I think her name was Ingram something. But, you know, he he was told to shut up and dribble. This is the best basketball player on the planet, told to shut up and dribble. And a lot of people, you know, felt like, you know, things like this come with the job, right? You just got to deal with it, put up with it. You're getting paid a ton of money, right? Well, ultimately, that is, um, first and foremost, very inconsiderate. That lacks compassion. And that, that, again, is that, uh, mentality that a lot of athletes 
tend to experience, right? That, that we have to just shut up and dribble. We have to be silent about the things that we experience, right? And they struggle in silence. Uh, but we're starting to see, and hopefully, again, this trend catches on, that athletes are starting to say, no, I'm not just going to shut up and dribble. No, I'm not just going to do your interview. No, I'm not just going to go out there if I can't be my best self. I have to prioritize this because this is what, you know, helps me show up, right? This is what helps me be out there and perform at that top, at that top-notch level, which you guys love so much, right? But if I'm not healthy, I can't do that. And we have to acknowledge that for ourselves. So I'm so glad these athletes are not just shutting up and dribble, are not just swinging their racket, you know, and being quiet. They're saying, no, you know, I'm going to speak up about my mental health. And, you know, I think about Venus and Serena and what they went through during interviews when they first stepped on the scene in tennis. And I remember in 1995, uh, Richard Williams, uh, Venus's dad, shut down an interview. It was classic. And, um, you know, the, the, the interviewer asked Venus if she thought that, you know, she could beat her opponent. And Venus said, yeah, I do. I, I think I have an opportunity to win. And then the, the interviewer, the, the member of the media, just kept kind of peppering Venus and, and trying to basically, you know, from what her father's perspective was, was, um, you know, shut down her confidence. Um, chip away at you know her thinking that she is best she is better she can do this and you know Richard Williams says you know you you've got to understand you're dealing with the image of a 14 year old child and and this child is going to be out there playing uh, when you're going to be in your grave I mean he basically shut the interview down and said this is it we're not going to do this you're not going to sit up here and insult my daughter and undermine her confidence and threaten her um you know mental uh ability to overcome you know this opponent and 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 I think about that and, and I can't you know, unsee that uh, the father rushing out to um, protect his child um, from the media and 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 their you know grasp and grip on um, what you know she thought that she could do as a young African American girl in the largely white sport and white game of tennis. Jason, I, I'm going to ask you to stick around for another segment, but when we come back, I'm going to ask you to take a look back at what Venus and Serena went through and how that mirrors what um, Naoma Osaka is going through right now. It's still talking. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's 1022. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. Uh, the story is going viral. Everybody is talking about it. Naomi Osaka um, has been fined $15,000 by the tennis officials because she has refused to talk to the media, saying she is prioritizing her mental health over everything else. She does not want to talk to the media. And 
I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is great. This is wonderful. She is saying, you know what? Mentally, it's just not good for me. Uh, you, you know, these athletes, they have so many other avenues to get the word out about their message. They have Facebook. They have Twitter. They have Instagram. They have TikTok. They don't have to sit in front of a microphone and get peppered by reporters after a loss or even after a win. We don't know what they're going through. They're people just like us. And so and so I was just surprised that as this young girl said, you know, I'm going to stand up and be my own advocate. I'm going to look out for me. It's not good. Um, I have to think about my mental health. And then instead of the sport of tennis applauding her efforts um, and self-awareness, uh, they have reportedly fined her $15,000. Um, so I had to call the only person that I trust to talk to me about um, issues of mental health and young people. That is Jason Cop- Clopton, Minneapolis counselor and the host of the award-winning Teen Whisperer podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. J- Jason, thank you so much for staying up late with us. I know you got two small babies over there, so your days are long, and so I appreciate your time. Um, and I know it's 1024 and, and you could be in bed, but we are talking about this important issue. And, and I know how how um, important it is um, for you to discuss issues of mental health and young people. Um, and, you know, we talked about athletes and, and even though they make a ton of money, they have problems just like we have. They they have death. They have loss. They experience um, all the same um, situations that we do, but somehow we think because they make a lot of money, they should just deal with it. Yeah, and it's a total disregard um, for mental health, uh, especially within our athletes. Um, it's always, again, this kind of mentality of you get paid a lot, just be quiet, and it's not, it's, it's terrible, Charlotte. It's absolutely terrible. But, you know, that's why I do the work that I do in raising awareness of how mental health intersects in so many different aspects of our life, right? There's so many different areas where we have to be aware and increase our awareness. This needs to be at every table. This needs to be on every discussion, on every docket, and it needs to be a priority of how mental health impacts um, everyone. We all go through things, like you said. And Naomi Osaka touched on it. You know, going back to that situation with Venus and Serena, Naomi Osaka touched on it as well. Of, you know, we don't want to be asked the same questions over and over again often, you know, but we are. We accept that, right? But, you know, also, we don't want that doubt. And she talked yes. about the doubt in her mind. And I don't know if people caught on to that, right? She talked about the thoughts that go along with these questions that are repeatedly pounded and pounded and pounded in them. And it's not just each interview, Shaletta. These things are in the newspapers. They're on the news outlets. They're in social media, every single place you can look. So this doubt just creeps up. And we don't need our athletes doubting themselves, right? We pay, they get paid a lot of money, as people say, right? But we're a part of that, right, because of the disregard for mental health because mental health isn't at the forefront like it should be because it's not a part and we can even take that to the next level right contractually right when we're taught when we're saying that our athletes are contractually obligated to do these interviews is there a mental health component to that right is there a mental health day we've seen this so how do we incorporate uh mental health into the discussion we have to get better at it 
And, you know, it's not like there's not another opportunity to get the word out. It's not like all you have is the major four TV stations. These young people, they don't have to do news interviews if they don't want to. If they have a message to get out, they can do it in a number of ways on a number of different platforms and reach more people on social media than people who watch the nightly news and i think us old folks have to get out of the way and let the message get out how the message needs to get out um so that these young people have a platform i think about um cat and when his mom passed away from covid and you know he has so many family members who died and you know he contracted the disease and and when he was talking about masking up and staying safe he did so on instagram he didn't call a news conference to have to talk to anyone about it you know he used his social media platforms and he reached the people that needed to be reached and i just i think it's so insulting to the um to especially to african-american women in tennis when you look at how venus and serena williams were treated and now you look at how naomi osaka was treated and they're saying enough is enough and tennis is saying no you're gonna have to shut up and take it because this is how we do things and if you don't do it the way we do it, you're going to get fined. Not even looking at an opportunity to change things or do things differently um, and step into the new millennium and the new way that media is disseminated um, to masses of people. And, and, and you know what, Shaletta, where society continues to fuel this narrative, and sometimes it's unconscious, right? But we are continuing to fuel the narrative, right? The, we are continuing to perpetuate the shame associated with mental health, right? We'll find you if you want to prioritize your mental health, which creates this shame, right? This stigma that surrounds mental health. And it's, it's a lot of the times it's the reason that people don't speak up. It's the reason that people don't seek help. And that's why it's important that individuals like myself continue to do the work that we do and making sure that we're advocating Right? advocating for our athletes at an early age to, to, to speak up for themselves, to understand that this is a huge part of what's going to help you show up to be your best self as an athlete. And a lot of our athletes, you're right, they're leaning on social media. You know why, Shaletta? Because nowhere else is safe. You know, Naomi mm-hmm. Osaka speaks up about her mental health, and then she gets hit with a fine, not a safe space. Uh, many people speak up about their mental health in other spaces, maybe at school. We see our teens maybe talk about their feelings, and then they get caught soft or weak or this or that, and not a safe space, right? At work, oh, there's no time. you got to work, work, work. Well, I'm stressing right here at this moment at work. Not a safe space. No time. Got to keep going. So it's just these continuous messages that we are giving our children and uh, different adults in society that there's no safe space. Where do I go? Where do I deal with these mental health concerns and issues? And then when I speak up about it, what happens? I get fined. I get talked about. I get dragged through the media. And that's the narrative that has to change. And that's why I do the work that I do. We are talking to Jason Clopton, host of the award-winning Teen Whisperer podcast, Minneapolis-based counselor. Jason, I know you got to go because you got two kids, you got a wife, you got stuff to do, you got clients to see tomorrow. But I want to keep you around for one more segment because I want to ask you, what does this say to our children who want to speak up about mental health when someone as famous as Naomi Osaka speaks up? And then she gets shut down. 
It's 1030. That conversation is next. Is a change coming? Is a change coming with how we handle and deal with mental health? You're listening to Still Talking on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. It is 1037. It is 56 degrees outside. And it is time that we have a conversation about how we are talking about and handling mental health. We say we want people to speak up. It is the last day of mental health. No, Monday is the last day of Mental Health Awareness Month. Yet still, when people say, I'm having mental health issues, um, I, I'm experiencing something and, and everything is not right, they get penalized for it. Naomi Osaka, um, tennis player, um, you know, award-winning champion tennis player, has said, I'm not doing any media interviews because it's not in the best interest of my mental health. And instead of tennis embracing her and, you know, using this as an opportunity to look at the rules and regulations that they have in place and making some changes, she got fined. What does that say to kids? If if this person at the top of their game and the top tier sport winning championships across the world, not just in the United States, um, if she's being penalized $15,000 for speaking up about her mental health and wanting to protect herself, what does it say to a high school kid who wants to go talk to their counselor about it? Uh, I need to talk about that with Jason Clopton, Minneapolis counselor and the host of the award-winning podcast, The Teen Whisperer. He is on the Shift Real Estate Hotline. Jason, you know, what does that say to our kids? What does that say to our kids that somebody as famous as Naomi Osaka who wants to speak up about her mental health with all the money and all the accolades and all the awards um, that she has, uh, she's being fined. You know, what, what incentive is that for them to speak up and speak out? You know, I always say Biggie Small said it best. It's like um, him and Puffy, the more money we come across, the more problems we see. Uh, and that, you know, we're talking about the message going to children is, I don't care. We don't care. You know, do what we pay you to do. And do what you're here to do. That is the message that children get in schools. You know, I'm here to teach, you're here to learn, do that. Everything else I don't really care about. And I've done this thing called the Teens Talk Tour, Shaletta. And some of these teens in this event that I do, which uplifts their voices, it's an event that I designed really to make sure that you know, our teens are getting a chance to talk about what's important to them, especially when it comes to mental health. Um, I'm there to listen. And they speak up about that. They say it feels like they don't care. It feels like the school doesn't care. Our teachers don't care. The counselors don't care. And when you feel like someone doesn't care, um, they don't have to say it. They can show you, right? And Naomi Osaka speaking up about her mental health and then being hit with the fine shows me. You don't have to tell me. That shows me that you lack sensitivity, that you're not considerate, and that my mental health doesn't matter to you. Well, it matters to me, and I'm going to prioritize it, right? Because I need to be here. <laughs> I need to be okay. Uh, and that's what's, that's what's most important, right? We're talking about uh, mounting stress, mounting anxiety, you know, uh, mounting uh, racism surfacing. Right. We're talking about a lot of things that our children are up against already. 
We don't need to be sending them messages right now during this time that speaking up about your mental health, being brave like Naomi Osaka was about something as personal and, and, and impactful as your mental health. We don't need to be sending the message that, you know, you're going to get fined for doing that. That's not okay. Right. We need to send a message that thank you for doing that. And we're hoping that this catches on and that others feel inspired by you, Naomi, to do the same. And, you know, they just I just feel like, Jason, they missed an opportunity to give people a a green light to speak out, to give them a platform to be encouraged, to help them understand that, you know, they have the support of their community. They have the support of, um, you know, their counselors. And, you know, if I'm a kid and I'm sitting at home. And, you know, she has to go through this. Somebody I'm looking up to, somebody my age, somebody in my peer group uh, with all the money and, and, and all the prestige and her name recognition. I can't go to my counselor, little old me. You know, I, I just feel like they missed an opportunity to say, yes, we understand it. We embrace it. Thank you for speaking up. And now let's use this as an opportunity to give everyone a platform. You know, they could have set up websites. They could have used you um, with the, the teen talks tour that you do where you give kids an opportunity to talk about what's, you know, what, what's really bugging them about their mental health. I just think they missed an opportunity. They definitely missed an opportunity, and we've been doing so for far too long. Um, But we don't have to continue missing that opportunity, right? That's why, again, I'm doing this work. And you guys can reach out to me, uh, you know, teenwhisperjc.com, teenwhisperjc at gmail.com. I'm here for you guys. That's why I do this work, is that we don't have to continue missing out on these opportunities. Our children need us. They want to talk, Shaletta, and actually they're talking, right? Mm -hmm. We have to listen. We have to put ourselves in position to listen. And sometimes we got to get creative when we do that, but we can't give up. We have to keep going. Why do you think we say uh, hashtag, you know, mental health awareness month, hashtag it's May. We got to listen. We got to, you know, prioritize mental health and and we want everybody to be mentally healthy with everything we've gone through. But then when somebody actually stands up and says, I got mental health issues and I can't do it and I need some help. We turn our backs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and part of the reason that awareness is the work. I always tell folks that awareness is the work. You can't, you know, you know, deal with the things that you're not really aware of. So you have to raise your level of awareness. That's number one. But number two, we have to change the narrative again Mental health is not a bad thing. It doesn't have to be this big, huge downer, right? Mm -hmm. Mental health is something that we should be embracing and saying, thank you, hallelujah, right? I am getting this thing, this weight lifted off my chest so that Mm -hmm. I can be my best self. And once we start to embrace that by doing more things like Mental Health Awareness Month, my extending, right, the Teens Talk Tour and other different mental health professionals who are doing this work, right, by doing this in the community, by going into schools like I'm doing, by making sure that we're doing events, by making sure that we're telling people, hey, this is what I'm doing. It's okay to prioritize this and put yourself first. By doing that, we're good. By Naomi Osaka speaking out, by Dak Prescott speaking out, by Kyrie Irving speaking out, by all of these professional athletes and influential individuals saying enough is enough. 
I'm going to prioritize this, and I hope you do too, right? Because it's important. By that happening, we will start to turn that curve. We will change the narrative, and I'm going to make sure that I continue to give it my all because my babies are going to grow up in a world where mental health is embraced and not shamed and not fined and not just completely disregarded. They're not going to grow up in that world. And if I got something to say about it, then y'all best believe I'm coming. Well, Jason, I can't thank you enough for the work that you do. Um, Your teens talk tours um, are going on right now in uh, the state of Minnesota, where you are going to um, different schools and virtually allowing teens to sign up and um, talk about the issues that are important to them, things that, they're dealing with and giving them a safe space to speak their truth. Um, you're not judging. And then the podcast that you do every week, the teen whisperer on Apple, Stitcher, Google and Spotify and Amazon podcast is uh, doing some amazing work and not just for teens, but you are also talking to the parents as well. Why? Because parents, you are not the problem. You are a part of the solution. You are a ma- and I wholeheartedly believe that you are a major part of the solution for our babies. And once you start to believe that, you start to think differently. Um, you start to operate in a different mental space of being solution focused and not problem focused. Right? I'm not the problem, but I'm the solution. So now, what can I do for my baby? Right? What can I do for my child that can be helpful, beneficial to their mental health? Um, and that's why I do the work that I do with the podcast. Thank you so much uh, for, you know, um, acknowledging that the podcast is going great. It's called the Team Whisper Jason Clopton Podcast. Um, helping uh, parents connect with their teens is the goal. And, hey, I don't have all the answers, right? I'm learning with you guys. Um, and we have to continue wanting to learn, although sometimes, right, these teenagers can be tough, boy, they can be tough. <laughs> I got one. Used oh, to, I got, <laughs> ooh, Lord, I almost signed myself up for foster care. I'm like, you know what? I need a new family, okay, because this teen is wearing me out. So the one thing that I appreciate about your shows is that, you you know, you talk to the teens, but you always have some really good information for parents and you know this is the thing you speak their language we don't you know we i I don't speak my son's language we don't listen to the same music uh we don't have the same um lingo you know his his, you know his acronyms are different than the mean different thing than mine and what your um shows do for me is it handicaps everything and it helps me to understand what um, my son is saying what he means and, and, and gives me a new outlook, um, if I'm receptive to it, to understand what he is going through. Cause you know, I'm still, I'm still old school mama now. I'm still, you know, you already know I'm still, I'm still old school mama. So I, I, you know, I have to just change the way that I think because I do want my son to come out of this well mentally. I do want him to, um, be successful. Um, and, and he can't do that if his mind ain't right. That's right. That's right. And parents, I want you guys, anybody listening out there, I want you guys to know, just like we pass down um, property to our children, right, uh, and, and, a, and, and, and money and other things like that, we can pass down things like coping skills, right, like emotional 
um, regulation skills. Like we can pass those things down too. We can teach our children how to be mentally healthy. Um, and, and that's the goal, right? And I want us to stay in that mind frame because they need us. And a lot of folks have trouble, you know, breaking those traditional parenting cycles. And that's where I come in. You know, I'm helping you guys, like you said, kind of, you know, connect on the bridge from teen to parent, especially nowadays. And sometimes I feel like my teens walk over me like I'm a bridge too. But, you know, honestly, it's it's a sweet, sweet space to be in working with the youth and working with parents and being able to help them make those healthy connections and really put mental health as a focus in their family, right? In their family systems, in their family, in their household, in their family unit. So it's mm-hmm. been a, it's been great just doing that work. Well, thank you so much for the work that you do. Uh, Thank you for sticking around with us tonight. Um, I know it's late. I know you've got a long day ahead of you. I just read a story that mental health professionals in Minnesota are three times busier than they have ever been. So um, I I appreciate um, you being with me because I know you've got a long day ahead. Jason Clopton, the Teen Whisperer podcast here on Still Talking. We'll be right back. Thank you for all of the love you've given me tonight. I have really enjoyed being uh, a fill-in host for Geraldine Steele while she is out on Still Talking tonight on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio. And the conversation does not stop on the radio. It continues online. I've been dialoguing with folks on Twitter and Facebook, getting emails and DMs from people who are listening to the show cup uh, on twitter says i love the guy you had on talking about mental health so important and uh, he was talking about jason clopton host of the award-winning teen whisperer podcast on apple stitcher google spotify if you've got a teen you have got to subscribe to this show because every week he is talking about issues and things that matter to young people and as a parent of a 14 year old I I don't act like I know what he is going through and how it feels to be separated from your friends and and, you know this this show Jason and the work that he's doing uh, in the Twin Cities for our young people is really opening my eyes to some of the issues that my son is facing Um, I have been very insensitive to what Andrew was experiencing and going through, being isolated and alienating from his friends, the death of George Floyd, the shooting of Dante Wright, the trial and the uprising, how he can't walk to the store by himself, put his hands in his pocket or wear a hoodie. And what Jason did was he opened my eyes and give, gave me the knowledge and information I need, needed to be a better mother um, to my son. So I just can't say enough good things about that show. Um, I will be back on tomorrow. I'm Corey Hapala. A lot prettier and a lot smarter and a lot funnier. So join me tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll see you then. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.